Here we go, man. Wednesday. <laughs> it's another Wednesday. Another shot of digital health therapy happening here right in um, front of you. And, you know, we uh, on our last episode with Jane, we didn't even tell her that she was the, the cap for season three. And this is our like, you know, rewind recap. backwards recap. Um, so I got the special uh, something. I don't know. We have finally got our liquor from the move. Right. So we're now in the final location here in Barcelona. OK, so I'm getting ready here. With a I like it. What is this? This is what, it, what the heck is that? A single malt. Lovely. Yeah. Lovely. yeah. yeah. A little, <laughs> Very sophisticated. Uh, single malt scotch whiskey. So I'm going to pour myself because it's been a long I've got day. My designer, my designer Yeti. Right. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so is that so season I, recap? It is our season recap. And, uh, you know, uh, meticulously unproduced, but I did just kind of quickly throw in before we dive into another topic, right? Because um, right. we have some guests waiting a little bit. Right. Um, just realized that we started the season. I was still in my mother-in-law's garage in New Jersey. Right. <laughs> then some temporary <laughs> place in Barcelona. Um, right. And finally, finally here, right? Um, and we had good RX IPO. A couple of SPACs went live. Like right. there just so much stuff happened in season three. It's crazy. I was looking back at that. Like, I, you know, I was going back the, the, on the, the, the 10 seasons. I, and I was largely, you know, because being self-obsessed, I was judging it by my, how much uh, hair product I needed because I haven't got my hair cut since, uh, <laughs> since, I, <laughs> since I started this thing, <laughs> like how much I needed to just not look completely unkempt. <laughs> and, 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 you know, we went from, oh shit, will a vaccine arrive to, you know, phase yep. three, some of the good results. Um, and so speaking of vaccines, yep. I know you also, the, the beautiful box behind you. Um, I know you have a little process and we're right. going to invite for maybe 10 minutes or so some of your awesome colleagues, but I'll let you do the intros once I get let them, them in. Let them in. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think. Hold on one sec. Yep. We're going to go this way and this and this. So who do we got here? Who, who's showing up? A little surprise guest for the shot of digital health. So I, who we got here? Oh, here we go. It's me. <laughs> we got Sharifa. And I Hi, think. Hi, Jim. How are you? Good. How are you? And we got Daniela. Thanks, Sarah. Good Hi. to meet you both. This is. Hi, uh, nice to meet you. This is Eugene. This <laughs> is Eugene. So this is our, our, our surprise guest. It's our surprise guests. We'll get a chance to. So, um, so Eugene, thanks for letting us do this. So we we've just completed. It's your show too, man. <laughs> right, right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so we try not to be too commercial here, but we've just Health Beacon has just um, com completed a complete redesign of our technology in order to support COVID nineteen vaccine delivery, and so and we think that oh yeah, we think that smart sharp spins have a role to play uh, in helping kind of eradicate just for you too problems. while he's saying uh, Sharifa and Danielle we're not supposed to say those words so that's and he said it already <laughs> so then I, I was thinking to myself never, to a few other podcasts. so so I was thinking to myself like so I have obviously an incredibly talented uh, team at Health Beacon represented here by Sharifa and Daniela and they've just completed uh, writing a white paper on our vaccination project but I was think also thinking that they're, they come from very different disciplines. So maybe I'll let you guys, I don't know, you know, Trifa, you want to go first and Daniela, just kind of introduce yourself a little bit and then 
eventually I'll let you go back to your evening wherever you had planned. <laughs> the big plans no for the evening. <laughs> thanks, Jim. Cheers and thanks, uh, Eugene. It's great to be here on the podcast. Um, so yeah, my name is Sharifa. I am a doctor by qualification, a medical doctor. So I qualified in 2019, so recently enough. Um, and I've worked kind of over the past year before joining Health Beacon in a couple of different hospitals, different specialities. And as much as I love clinical medicine and the practicalness of it and you know part of me would think you know is there some way that we can actually bring this control over disease back into the hands of patients a little bit more instead of just putting out the fires when they present to ED or into hospital is there some way that we can help kind of catch it in the bud beforehand and I think my mind was always you know prevention is the best cure the same brings true for a reason but I think the way the world was going anyway the impact that digital therapeutics could have was just growing and growing and I think with COVID-19 it's just shown us that even more and so I was really excited when I heard about Health Beacon um, and the work that they were doing Um, and then that's kind of how how I got into it I suppose the rest is history Um, I'll I'll let I'll let Jim vouch for anything else since I've joined. You joined joined right at the um, you joined right as the whole world was heading into spiral right? Yeah, pretty much in the kind of in the middle of the spiral. Yeah. <laughs> the so you had to one. join virtually first. You kind of met everybody virtually. So, no, I was actually fortunate in the period of time when I joined and um, there was kind of a slight easing of restriction. So it was in July. And um, so things were a little bit, a little bit better. So it meant I could actually go into the office, obviously, with all the precautions in place. And um, but I was so grateful for that. You know, I can't imagine it must be very difficult for people starting virtually and um, I mean it's it's great all the calls and everything but it is very different when you're not in in person with um with who you're talking to and coming from medicine as well which is such a practical speciality or at least it has been I mean it's changing more now due to COVID but such a practical um line of work you're dealing with patients face to face um sorry is that the word I missed it okay C19 um when you're dealing with patients more and more um, you know, you become so reliant on face-to-face interaction. So I was very, very happy to, you know, begin like that and then ease myself into now, obviously, working from home. Great. Fantastic. And, and Daniela, so you're coming from a completely, you joined after Sharifa did, but com- completely different discipline. And, and then you have to tell Eugene yeah, yeah. Is with Eugene as well. <laughs> so um, I'm a recent graduate, so product designer uh, from Technological University Dublin, and um, I'm also from Ukraine, but I've lived ah. here uh, since 2012. Um, yeah, so as awesome. soon as I heard your uh, name, I was like, I, I'm kind of familiar, you know. <laughs> we'll, 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 and, we'll have a spin-off of this show, Just we'll just do it in Ukrainian. No. <laughs> I actually don't speak Ukrainian. any Ukrainian. You speak Russian speak or Russian. Ukrainian? Yeah. Russian. I, I was born yeah, yeah. in Odessa, so, so. Um, anyway, side, my side also, conversation. My dad also is from Odessa, actually, and he lives there in New go. York, so that's kind of like why. <laughs> yeah, so it's interesting in that. But yeah, I'm a product designer, and actually talking about like what Sharifa mentioned, um, it actually is quite hard to work um, in the design, like it's so, so collaborative, and obviously now because of 
whatever is happening we can't mention the name but um obviously it's quite hard now and we have to try to learn how to collaborate more and actually with this vcms white paper um there was probably one of the first struggle of how we were trying to work as a team of who's writing and then obviously who was editing and then obviously we're working in indesign and indesign is quite difficult to be working on every different laptop so it has to be at one so that was like a, a whole different subject in itself but um Going back to about me and digital health in general, I think I was always very interested in design part and design and how to do product design and different kind of, um, I guess, different things in design in general, because product design is so broad. But I did a um, project, I designed a product uh, when I was in third year, and that kind of drove me into health industry. And I really, really was interested. So when um, Health Beacon came around and I was just, it's honestly, I'm very lucky to be in a company like that and the design team and throughout this VCMS project, I think that I've never kind of felt that much support and so many collaborations together that like it was the data team, the medical team, the product design team, you know, everyone was coming together. It was very cross-disciplined, you know, so yeah, very lucky to be. And on this podcast, you know. I mean, you, you have the boss here, so you kind of have to say it too, no? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They're all reading from a script, you know. <laughs> no, and like, isn't it, it like amazing? So, 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 so maybe quick, just quickly, and I because I, I'm, I know I'm stealing your, your evening time, and thanks for coming on, but is, so you know about the, you know, the project that we're doing, we describe it, maybe Daniela, just tell her what, like what the product is, and then the results, and then we'll let you. <laughs> we'll let you go. Yes. <laughs> so um, you can pitch in anytime if there's any more things that I'm missing because there's so, so much to obviously say. So I'm just going to try to be brief. Um, so obviously there was part one part was the technology that comes into this whole digital vaccination system. And it was amazing. And um, we have the smart sharp spin that was battery powered and obviously updates the patient records and it instantly kind of includes the batch number. So that was amazing in its own self. Takes a picture when the vaccination goes in it. Like when you actually go into the technology there, it gets even more interesting. Then we have the patient app and infrastructure, which um, I think as a product designer, we are kind of like born into the system of thinking about the patient and how do we make their life easier? And like, do we get like locates appointments that everything is done digitally that at the moment is probably even more valued than anything else and you have the reminders on if you forget something so that's kind of in its own self was a whole project of how do we make it more interactive as well and then we have the nurse app and infrastructure so it's like fully tracked system how do we make the life of the nurse way easier how do we make the exposure time way less with the patient how do we make it way better and um, the experience overall, I think, was amazing when we were actually conducting the VCMS clinic, when the patients were like, oh, wow, I got my um, record straight away after I got the nurse, like after I got vaccination, I have the record straight away on my phone, you know, so we got this wow effect as well in it, which was what a crazy amazing. concept, right? Having your own data right away. Yeah, but <laughs> right. like, for me, that was actually one of the most like wow effect because like I said, I've come from Ukraine and I have no idea what vaccinations I've got in my life. And obviously <laughs> we all had it written in a little kind of paper thing and who God knows where it is at the moment. So having something that you can you, show. You mean you didn't phone, have a chip inserted in you that tracked everything? You unfortunately know? <laughs> not. Unfortunately not. But yeah. it would help so much with like the parents would actually track their children's. Like if you have multiple children, you know exactly what everyone got in schools and different um you can have it in schools and a nursing thing in in like a, an absolute like in a working environment you can track all of that so 
that is another thing. So that's number three. And then we have the dashboard and reporting. So everything that happened in that VCMS clinic can actually have the data and you can know exactly who did it, how much time they spent in, in it, like the real-time management. So it kind of fully tracks everything, which I think that is also absolutely amazing. So that was the technology. And obviously I came in at the time that we needed to build the whole clinic. And luckily enough, the restrictions weren't as hard at the time of lockdown. So we could uh, try to see the patient flow. And we were talking with Sharifa about how much space does a nurse need in her little booth of another vaccination. Do we have the two meters? And obviously with this whole situation we're in at the moment we had to um <laughs> obviously am i getting a hang of it you know <laughs> you, yes you got it and uh, yeah so all of that had to be in consideration as well and so i, I hope i didn't go overboard there and i explained everything no, that's, that's great that's great and so the, the rule is that you have to like when you come into health beacon you have to survive a, a very uh, intense project <laughs> for gym you know is that's kind of the brainstorming but then okay so sharifa like and i and again i'm cognizant of keeping you guys give it like what what were the kind of the the results you know from it and um or what any thoughts you have on the on the project yeah so i think you know in a nutshell overall the results were fantastic and i think it's a testament to obviously all the planning that went into it um as daniela said there's so much behind it so each of the steps had to be really thought through but on the day itself so i was there um, along with the nurse we had who was doing the injections and it all just ran exceptionally smoothly like even when patients are sitting down they hadn't even rolled their their sleeve back down again and i could hear their phones going off getting their um getting their records straight away. So I think, you know, just from a logistic point of view and how it actually progressed on the day, it was fantastic. It was really smooth. Thankfully, no, nobody fainted on the day. There was no adverse, <laughs> adverse events to be reported. But some of the insights that we got from patients really uh, was the validation that we, we were looking for and that we got from patients. And um, so I think, you know, it's already been touched on, but patients not having access to their records was really something that was highlighted for us. So I think it was 73% of the patients who responded to our survey said that they didn't have access to their previous vaccination records. And of those who did, um, they were often, you know, incomplete. They weren't complete records. And I think when I contrasted that for myself, it was interesting to look at that in the context that 45% of our patients had never received a vaccine before. So these are people who were new to getting their influenza vaccine, I should say. So they were willing to not only get vaccinated, but also to use a really novel and new approach to vaccination administration. And, and to me, that shows a real willingness on behalf of the population and patients to get vaccinated, which is perhaps slightly reflective of the environment we're in at the moment. And maybe with the, you know, the, the better news at the moment of, yep. of how effective the uh, I won't, I won't mention it vaccine will be, but I think that is reflected in patients' willingness. But the fact that the same services that patients are willing to engage with don't necessarily provide them with the records they need, that to me shows a real gap. And um, so that was something that I found quite interesting, but we, we got such an array of, of feedback from patients and, you know, quotes like seamless and that pa patients have been willing or wanting rather to get their vaccine for weeks, but the kind of digital platform just made it so much easier. And I think as, as you both know well, uh, people almost come to expect a digital aspect to the services they're interacting with at the moment. And if that's not there, it's almost, you know, you're thinking, well, why isn't it? So I think patients really appreciated that and the, the slickness of it all. Would you, no, Eugene, it, it, would you hire it, this team? I, <laughs> done. Um, <laughs> I, I was just going to say, I mean, it's amazing, right? Because, I mean, your, your boss is a crazy idea, man, right? Um, but it's like... <laughs> people like yourself uh, and many others in the company, right? Just bring it to life. Um, 
And I just read somewhere on Twitter, I don't remember who, so whoever it is, credit to you, but vaccines don't save lives, vaccine programs do, and powered by technology, right? Um, and people, the surrounding is what actually makes it happen, right? Not uh, yeah. so... Anyway, yeah, I'd agree. amazing. I think, you know, it's only as powerful as, as how you use it, you know. And this yeah. is our first infomercial on Shadow Digital <laughs> Health Therapy. <laughs> I, you know, it, it's, it's not my fault. They, they, they sound no, so I good. Love- they sound- <laughs> this is awesome. I mean, listen, I love it. I love it. <laughs> on the phone, I didn't even give him a proper briefing or anything. <laughs> <laughs> that's even better <laughs> no so listen thank you thank you for coming in and i i think the other thing eugene that i was you know thinking about was as as you know i think i think a lot about this stuff is like you know people coming into digital health like we interview a lot of people thinking about it yep. so here you have two people pre uh the plague you know <laughs> we're not involved in digital health care right and then now they're doing it and coming at it from different disciplines and so obviously oh, exciting amazing time. We let you guys, I know you have a dinner. Yeah, and great have- to meet you. I know you guys have grandiose plans for Wednesday night, but. <laughs> as great as they can be in, in level yeah, three. Exactly. <laughs> so thank Maybe you so much level for five. having me. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Oh yeah, and then, yeah, then we'll get the, we'll send the notes about where they get, people can get the white paper afterwards. So it's yeah. white paper at healthbeacon.com. We'll, we'll put it on the notes. All right, so, awesome. All the hard cool, work. Cool, cool. All right, guys. <laughs> thank, thank you. Good thank to you meet so you guys. Much. Thanks so much. Take care. Bye-bye. I think I, I think Eugene that added a bit of energy there, right? Oh, absolutely. I, you know, I was <laughs> I was drinking to your success. So and 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 the team. So it's always good to meet uh, team members behind the the crazy man, <laughs> the, the cl- cleaning up your mess, basically. Easy, easy. <laughs> so should should we should we dive right in? I mean, we got ten amazing people as you know let's go let's go for it let's all right it. I, I actually made made the list so i yeah, uh, yeah. I, got, I got my list too i got my i was thinking like how we wanted to tackle this one i mean you know it was your idea to start off with the big marto kelly here the first one so what was your what was your takeaway you know um and and it's funny right because he kind of brought us together actually because of health excel and actually many of the guests on the last three seasons have been through health Excel or health 2.0, but like some, somehow all roads lead to JPM uh, Irish bar, you know, and, and for me, the big, the big line was all around. I think you actually said it though. um, um, More fun, less pain. Right. Right, This was like the episode of more fun and less pain. Um, Yep. We did a memory lane. We did a memory lane, kind of the whole like investing in, you know, digital health companies, the whole forming of, uh, you know, it, we invested in a lot of like early stage companies and we brought them all to Dublin and we talked about I, health. Expense. That, yeah. That's right. I still remember uh, part of the discussion was, uh, you know, the pumping music coming out, like the whole accelerator model for Health Excel, which like, you yeah. know, that pivot was was perfect um and i think one other key takeaway was a little bit of that importance of ecosystems because none of us can do it alone right like none of us and and i don't mean individuals even but like groups of people and teams it's about actually perfect example right what the the two amazing women that you had earlier and from different disciplines putting it together and delivering on something towards the patient so that was my big takeaway from from marty 
Awesome. And then we, and then we, we went to Rashida, right? I got the order right here. Rashida. Yeah. 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 So I, I can, uh, you probably took some, some notes as well. This was actually, I mean, I, it's still not produced, but at least we had to organize ourselves, Right. Um, I, I actually thought, you know, our discussion with, um, Ken during these times of just amazing and incredible change. I think Rashida's comment was around like, can investors create new patterns out of what we've seen right in the last nine, 10, 11 months. Um, and I actually think, you know, I mean, I've seen some, some, data points around the investment activity, right? Um, just picking back up to kind of pre, <laughs> pre, yeah, pre, pre C19 levels. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I also loved, I mean, she's, you know, Rashida has done quite a lot of work in uh, with uh, underrepresented uh, founders, right? Um, yeah. And um, I just saw her recently, she joined uh, a nonprofit organization in Heart Health uh, as a, right. on the advisory board. Again, I don't want to steal her thunder, so she can right. chime in in the comments. Um, right. But um, yeah, yeah, I think the big thing for me, well, I love, like, I just love the story. Like a lot of these things, I just love the story. Like how, um, again, you know, that went back to Martin Kelly because she came to the Health Excel event right. or, you know, this company, um, how we met. You know, in the first time within within a half a day of meeting her, we were singing karaoke. You know, in a, on an in island a, or something, right? Also, and then, and then, and then the next island. day, the next day she got her invite to the Aran Islands, which is on the west coast. That's and, right. And um, and then then she was talking about getting into pain management. So I, you know, I I was you know it was like pain, but I think the biggest thing I walked away was the work and the diversity side, which obviously is important work. And she and she's like an infectious enthusiasm, right? Like. Like yeah, she just to be kind of enthusiastic and positive and, you know, just and I actually think it, uh, with Rashida, she was one of the most watched episodes. In oh, wow. Three seasons. Yeah, yeah. That we, right. needed that. <laughs> we got Sven, Sven Gui. So he's on to the new journey at BMS. Um, I my biggest takeaway was that he was a podcaster before podcasting was even a word or something like that. Right. Right. Right, right, right. That was cool. And then the tales, tales of the drug side. Is that the tales yeah, of the drug tales side? of the drug side? I think that's it. that was it. That's that's it. I was forgot that to look that up. I think that was it. That was okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I yeah, think yeah. that was the podcast. I think that was right, the podcast. Right. We obviously right. neither one of us actually re-listened to the episodes. It's just from our old middle-aged memory. <laughs> right, right, right. It fades in and out on that one. Yeah, he, yeah. So he's yeah. No, he's kind of like very interesting, right? Like kind of moving through different companies. Um, so I think there was three big pharma companies that was doing podcasts. So this, like, I think this is idea really interesting because it wouldn't happen in the past of like executives kind of working outside the industry and then back in the industry. Cause usually it's kind of, it's kind of their, their doors that aren't always revolving. They're kind yep. of one way doors. <laughs> right? like, he's, he's always been able to kind of, I mean, yes, the, the kind of the corporate gigs and pharma, but he's always been about like the MIT hacking health, I think, right. right. The South by Southwest, like, you know, it was early right. on um, in um, what's the, uh, the big, the big uh, digital marketing show in France that he's attended from before. Oh uh, yeah. I, yeah, forget, yeah. I forget the name of it now, but so yeah. he's always had like, you know, the, the innov innovation yeah. gene even outside of his corporate umbrella. Right. So right. Right, right, right. And he didn't want um, he, he was showing us his what was his 
oh yeah, his press pass. He ended with the his press pass at the end. Of That's it. right. <laughs> <laughs> so then we go to we go to well, we Mimi. Mimi Billing, right. So you met Mimi somewhere first. So you invited, that was your guest. Yeah. So she, uh, we met actually in the Nordics. Uh, to be honest, I forget which one. Um, and she invited me to be on a panel and uh, I met her and I, I just, I loved how she popped on without thinking that it was going to be a video interview. Right. So, but, but rolled with it, right. Like just rolled with it. So, uh, you know, and a consultant turned journalist, like, I don't know how often that happens. Right. I mean, to me, that was, um, and I still go ahead, go ahead. No, go please. No, I just, I, I love, um, you know, sifted, right. That she kind of came on the scene and then, you know, it's got a big sponsor behind it. Right. I, I I forget, uh, is it financial times or financial times? Yeah. FT. Yeah, she had just done an article around greenwashing, which that's is right. You know, yeah. and actually, that's something that hasn't come up in our podcast. It's something we're in, like in the, my company's involved in is this, this whole idea of like, you know, with digital therapeutics. I suppose is this whole idea of sustainability. Like, like you know, sometimes uh, startups, you know, like she was kind of holding startups accountable to what they said, like the claims they were making. Right, like that was yeah. really interesting, yeah. and it was like a scooter company that. Uh, you know, said they were saving X amount of CO2 emissions or yep. I'm not sure what it was. And she kind of, kind of gave them some. <laughs> yes. <they laughs> called them out. <laughs> but she was very, I, she just went with it. She flew with it. Um, yeah. She was, she's a pro. What, one, one common, I mean, we talked quite a lot about, you know, scaling digital health in Europe and some of the challenges and kind of the right. old machinery of Europe and, you know, and, and is it, Um, is it good, bad, indifferent? I mean, and we've sort of went through a number of companies that have been able to successfully scale across and beyond. Right. Right. Yeah. And it's a, yeah, it was a real kind of like, you know, kind of like this confident, like Nordic, you know, um, kind of health system that has a perspective on things and bringing digital health in. I hadn't quite thought of it that way because I'm, you know, I'm a blow into Europe, you know, coming from, (laughs) coming from Boston, you know, and Ireland doesn't, the infrastructure in Ireland isn't, Sweden, you know. Yeah, you know. and the winds are not strong enough to blow you back. So, you know. right, right, right. So she <laughs> kind of stuck there. Um, well, we're moving right along. I love this. Um, Mr. Kendall, Dan Kendall. I I don't want to age him. Yeah. Uh, so first of all, I'm gonna do one of those not worthy. I mean, you know. <laughs> right. I don't want right. to age him, but like I feel like, and not because of his age or character. Like I feel like he's like the grandfather of digital health podcasts right and like he's caring and taking care of everyone trying to make sure that you know everybody gets their minute of fame or 30 minutes or 70 right 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 it seems like he's this genuine kind of given to the universe and kind of like you know respect yeah i think he respecting what we're doing because we're just trying to give a bit of positivity into the universe it seems like he literally lives by that like that's his that's always My biggest takeaway from that, um, honestly, and I've actually been thinking a lot just because as I listen to a lot of podcasts now, whether it's in the run or whatever, I'm kind of like microdosing on these podcasts, but based on my my very unique little interest of the day, right? Like actually today I listened to one um, about 
politics and and not U.S. politics, by the way, like right. something that Merkel was talking about. So, like, I think the whole micro audiencing was the biggest thing that I took um, out of that discussion, actually. Yeah, the fact that he's going in. Yeah, he seems to have the, the, such a portfolio of activity he's involved in. He always seems so prepared as he goes into these different things. So he kind of, you know, he seems to be able to kind of, you know, you never meet him and he's not prepared or has the best microphone or you know whatever the you know whatever the scenario. I, I tell you, Jim, I, I'm you know I started to cheat on you already, right? So I, I recorded my first uh, DTX podcast that uh, obviously working with uh, with Dan. Um, yeah. I, I was like, holy shit, I actually need to prepare for this. Like, I need to do some research. I need to structure it a bit. I was like, this, right. you know, this is no yeah. cakewalk. I mean, yeah, yeah, I think he would up our game. He'd up our game. <laughs> <laughs> and we bring a different thing. We bring a different thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, we got Gautam Gulati. Yeah. Gautam. That was actually, so, so he's, I'm going to kick this one off. Like, so he's totally changed my life now, right? You know, because awesome. of, um, because of Naval, you know, who I'd heard before, but he was just pointing out the importance of, uh, I don't know what Naval's last name is, but the guy that started up AngelList. Um, and I listened to his podcast and, you know, so I listened to, you know, some of the podcasts he'd done and just the way he communicated. And he was, you know, he was just talking about pound by pound for pound wisdom there. So just that little tip on that, I, I'm actually doing some of like, like Naval's like techniques. Uh are you doing doing nothing for at least 10 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. Are you? Totally. Totally. Wow. I, and, and I'm blown away by it. I'm blown away how easy it is. You know? Really? I tried that before to do nothing. I tried for 30 <laughs> seconds. It didn't work. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, I, I kind of followed what he did. And I was there. And I, I set my alarm. And I first I did for five minutes. I'm like, no way. I'm going to do it for five minutes. And then, boom, five was gone. And then I went in and did it for 10. Boom, 10 was gone. You know? And the other day I did it, I wow. sat down, I did it for 15 minutes and just crushed it. So it was like a form of meditation that wasn't all about the, you know, the calm and the headspace stuff and the music and the, it was just kind of a form of meditation, you know? So is that going to help you to truly become a health artist, which is one of my things, right? Like, oh yeah, he was coined as a health artist. And I think, did he call us health artists as well? Or are we self-proclaimed ourselves? We might have self-proclaimed. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm always after a good title. <laughs> But, uh, yep. <laughs> yeah, no, we're health artists, but I love that. Yeah, actually, it's funny. I, when I was going back on my notes, I kind of missed on that, but that was big, right? Because this idea, even like, you know, we had my team on a second ago. It's like, it's like, okay, we got a product designer, we got a medic and like, I'm the artist, you know, I'm the artist helping to bring it together for the orchestrator. That's you know? right. The, you know, the different paintbrushes working together. Right. <laughs> right. No, that's a big, that's a big, um, so he's very insightful. He's obviously seems like an incredible, like a polymath and like, you know, off the yep. hook, smarts. Yeah, I mean, the whole storytelling as medicine, and actually, um, I just, I kind of thought about this, right? Like, um, do we as parents do enough storytelling to our kids, right? Like, versus yeah. back in the day, and now much more maybe self-sufficient the kids are, even like the iPad babies, right? right. So right. I, I know I'm sort of bringing it to our next generations, but that storytelling as prevention or medicine, Right. Either way you look right. at it was was a phenomenal. Yeah, um, and, the, and the, just pulling on that, like the story is like so the idea that you're you're teaching the children how to deal with something or deal with an injury or deal with an illness by, you know, telling them a story. And you know, I'm, I'm just kind of going back to that. Was that the concept that he pulled on a little bit, or what was it? 
I'm searching my brain right now, to be honest. Um, because, because I think that's really interesting. You know, like I think of even a lot of the work that you're doing, right, with health coaching and all that stuff. It's like, it's like, you know, taking some time, you know, like, you know, this whole idea, like I'm kind of become fascinated by this, the whole idea of, of, of um, you know, not making the injury bigger than it is and, you know, putting it in context and a story sometimes will put it in context. Like, so if you think if you're in a panic about what's yeah. going wrong with you right now, but then you can think it over the arc of your life. It's probably just a small piece of the story, right? I mean, you know, health coaching uh, and, you know, to sort of bring it to that, it's, um, and I actually, I think one of the other things that he said at the time was that, um, you know, silence is even more powerful, right? So on one side, there's storytelling, but then actually as a health coach, and again, I'm, I'm not, but I've taken the nine week class, um, yeah. you know, listening is a big component of that. So staying silent and helping your clients reflect on what they just said, right? Listening to their stories, understanding what the yeah. triggers are, what are the tough points in their life is key. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, and then it's all like, yeah, no, I actually, so one last thing on that one is like, so this whole idea of like data. And so we had a little bit of a debate or, you know, in my mind, there was a debate um, of like, uh, you know, this idea that data wasn't telling a story or is it telling a story, you know? So, and, you know, I think like data obviously tells huge stories about the someone like, you know, like what a little piece of information. So there's this kind of idea that like, you know, if the data arrives, but the patient doesn't, you know, will the doctor know the story of the patient? And, and the kind of the answer is just a different kind of story, right? So I don't remember if we talked then, but it's interesting because I've seen, you know, if you torture data long enough, it'll confess to anything. And I actually always <laughs> said that data doesn't, um, data doesn't speak, people do, right? And it's that, that right. particular person's interpretation of the data uh, right. is what actually counts at the end, right? Or that's yeah, what yeah. people hear. I mean, look at we the- have, We have on our wall there, there's a little quoting that says, the data has a story to tell. That's what, I'm in the data room. That's on our wall. Thank right. Got it. Yeah. Yes. yeah, but 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 again, right? Well, well, actually, we should have that whole as a separate sideshow. No. <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, so let's. Uh, uh, Gautam will be happy. I think we've spent uh, quite a lot of time on on. on, on <laughs> right, right. We, we're just we're so proud to be called health artists that we decided to take up more time. Right. Uh, so ourselves. <laughs> another type of artist was our next right. Uh, kind of a, a, a business creation artist, Lee Shapiro. Right, right. But also like, like an engineer in it, you know, like, I mean, a little, you know, accountant, like a, a lawyer, right? I mean, just uh, amazing bring, guy. Yeah, bringing others. I mean, but I, you know, I, I, this was the thing I was fascinated with him was just these guys did it so quickly. You know, they, you know, they produced Lavongo, you know, they acquired a company, they went after it, you know, they obviously had a lot of, uh, uh, you know, kind of resonance around Glenn Tolman's personal story. Um, but they just were obviously so linked up as a team, the way they attacked that thing. And I, what I was wondering about like the, the sheer energy levels, it was to create a company that quickly list it, bring it in billion dollars, pull off the acquisition. Like what was his routine? <laughs> like what's, what's his routine? That he you know, so the crazy energy. part is I, I wonder, because I mean, he said, right. He runs, uh, meditates. I bet you the routine probably didn't change from pre to post to during like, and that's the consistency yeah. that great leaders do, right? right? Like that's the consistency that you need to stick to and yeah. to, to execute. And, and I guess, you know, all of these guys, they, it's not their first rodeo, right? I mean, I know, uh, both of them, they've been working for 25 years, Glenn and Lee and, and many right. others in that team. So, yeah. um, 
And um, I, you know, the funny part for me was that, uh, and I got a lot of shit for it from Mr. Holt, is uh, my mispronunciation of SPAC versus SPOC. <laughs> and it still keeps going, I think. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. which, by the but, way, on that note, uh, just read another SPAC, uh, another yeah. 150 plus million SPAC. Um, wow. It was Population Health Partners. So out of, wow. out of London, I think, of the team. I just spoke to wow. uh, Tom Danson this week. So it'd be interesting wow. to see what they do next. You know what, you know what he, he gave me out of this idea, and it was kind of a brainstorm that came on the spot when we were talking to Lee, was this idea, and he had said a version of it, but I kind of put it in my own health artist words, is, um, is this idea of, um, of the superpower you know, the superpower that digital health gives you. So, like, you know, so thinking about the problems you're solving for the patient, you know, thinking about the energy that comes from that and the fact that, you know, kind of gives you a superpower doesn't exist in other businesses, right? Like if you're really helping, like you talk about with health coach, you know, you know, someone who's struggling with obesity and mental health issues, or for me, it might be, you know, someone that has severe rheumatoid arthritis and can't, you know, has to learn how to take their medications, you know, um, but it's this, this idea of like using the patient story as a superpower. And I've been using that with my team. That's like, you know, what's our superpower here? Because when you feel frustrated and you don't want to work anymore or, you yep. know, people are saying no to you, you know, that was my takeaway. Awesome. Superpowers. Okay. I love superpowers. Um, next, so Unity, right? Um, I mean, just a, such a chill guy, but yet so accomplished, right? With, uh, with, right. with Steve creating the trans- just Transformer Army. Uh, but also, right. this is the episode when you decided to be a producer all of a sudden with the four-minute <laughs> cut out of it, the the yeah. one and only. So Unity should be proud of that because you actually spent time cutting out where you pushed me to continue the episode, which I love. <laughs> yeah, you know, and that one was, I mean, like genuinely, actually, as I'm thinking about these things, like what are the little inspirations that I got out of these things was, so for me, it was like I was just listening to the end and he kind of caught me Um that it was like staying in the game. And I think for any entrepreneur, like is that's everything, right? Like it's like just staying in the game, persevering. But the way he was thinking about it, you could see him like coaching the startups. You know, you could see him, like guys just stay in the game, persevere, so much coming at you. You're not going to be able to make sense of it all right now. It's exciting things. Like, like I was just on a podcast and they said, Jim, how do you feel about what's going on? Or I was on a conference, a virtual conference. And like, do you feel like it's a tailwind? Do you feel yep. like it's a headwind? And I'm like, it's it's a fucking whirlwind, is what it is. You know what I mean? Like, that was my, that was my like, response. <laughs> like the winds are everywhere, you know. And so I thought I he you know he kind of definitely got into my psyche about staying in the game. And I, so I was and I was kind of reflecting on that. So I, that's why I clipped it. Um, no, listen, I love it, and I think I love still their term, right? Batteries included. Um, but also right. to make sure, I mean, the, their aspect of kind of mental health, make sure that those batteries don't run out. I mean, just because you're an energizer bunny at some point, that batteries right. will still die, right? Uh, unless you really recharge them. So, yeah, that was cool. Um, no, I totally, and I didn't really, I know you guys have talked about that before, but I hadn't heard that. So that was fantastic. Yeah, obviously, kind of a coach, right? Doesn't he seem like a bit of a coach? Yeah, it's just like so, you know, it's almost like no matter what goes on in your life like the ups and downs like yeah. you know unity just you know can bring you down to to earth so uh it's it's awesome um the amazing chris coburn right right I, he's a, 
I just I, I I know you have a lot of like for me the biggest biggest takeaway is the Chris Coburn hiring method right like <laughs> that that was that was kind of cool so the, for the people that are watching this they will need to watch the whole episode of Chris Coburn right. to really get the insights of that <laughs> right right so what was the hiring method no that's what I, dude I just said like that's this is how we get more views on people's shows man ah, okay got it got it I missed it I'm I was <laughs> like, for, for, to get that, you will need to watch the whole episode of Chris Cobra. I'll yeah, leave it hanging. You know, I thought he's such an interesting guy. You know, he's definitely in that kind of like, you know, I put him in that kind of Lee Shapiro kind of energy, you know, tackling so many big problems going in there. He seems to be unflappable, right? Like, you know, um, head of, you know, kind of innovation for um, such a big health system. Haven't done it before, but you know, like had worked in NASA, had worked in, um, you know, uh, you know, as kind of a, you know, politics, and I was Poli politician, yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. So I, 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 I don't know, me, like the, I, I kind of wanted, I was trying to bring in this whole kind of like, I find when I talk to him, you know, the, the his interests like in, uh, in Irish plays and Irish authors and. Um, you know, he's obviously fascinated by his own, you know, kind of ancestral heritage back to Ireland and things like that, yep. that he had all these other interests, you know, he wasn't one dimensional, you know, that, and the fact that he was one of, I think seven or eight kids, right. right. And that he really had to kind of fight for it and Darwinism to a certain extent. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, but definitely clarity of thinking. And I won't give away the secret on this one. Like they, they, he also said at the end, like when, he, when we asked him, we did the same thing and asked him it again, what's the advice is like, when you're trying to break into a health system, it's like, go to a smaller one first, you know, it was yeah. like, you know, yeah, it, I mean, it, no bullshit answer. Right. Like just, yeah, it, 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 it just much more difficult to navigate. Right. Right. But right. um, yeah, I, I, I guess we could just, I, I, I uh, I'll be frank with you. I actually forgot. And then it just came back to me, the, the Chris Coburn method. So that's why I played it off that way. I'll be frank with the audience, but um, it's, oh, yeah. it was all around writing well. As I was writing, it just hit me, right? So yeah. if, if his hiring method, if you're writing well, that means you're thinking clearly, right? And right. to do a great job, you need to think clearly. So I thought that was right. like brilliant, right? I yeah, think yeah, for exactly. any new hire, I'm going to give a writing test now. So yeah, sure. I thought that was so interesting. And, and I thought his answer at the end, when you asked him, you could see him almost writing in his mind. And the fact that he has an interest in this whole kind of, um, you know, these authors and reading and kind of going at that. I thought that was like this clarity of, um, you know, of approach. You could almost see him like, well, how would you do it? Or would you go to a small one first and you go to a big one? He just felt like, like the answer was like Pete Buttigieg style was like as if right, he, right, he, right. <laughs> it was like it was as if he knew the question. He, he's just now. a little taller, but <laughs> <laughs> a little taller. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Um, yeah. And then the just last week, I don't know. I, my mind is still blown. Right. And as much as I'm like a huge fan of, you know, digital health and digital technology, and that's where I've been sort of operating in, I, I yeah. think just the neobiological revolution discussions that we had with Jane Metcalf. I mean, just what an yeah. amazing woman. Yeah. I'm dying. I got to get more time with her somehow because I need to find out more hacks, like life hacks here. On the, <laughs> I'm looking for them. I'm, I I'm, I'm actually looking forward to my biggest takeaway is I cannot wait for her podcast to launch next year. Okay. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'd say it would be excellent. 
yeah, no, she was, you know, I, I wrote down Redwoods, you know, I think that, you know, Redwoods out the window, you know, there was, yeah, <laughs> that was like, like right. field hockey, you know, I think we kind of covered a lot of subjects are kind of there. She obviously enjoyed it. Um, I think she enjoyed it. The whole microdosing, you know, yes. lithium, lithium, lithium. Yeah. microdosing of lithium. Yeah. We metformin, right. And people taking metformin yeah. for, you know, all, let's call it off label <laughs> reasons. But, you know, I think like, okay, so we're digital health artists and she's kind of like a digital health, like communicator, right? Like, so she's bridging these like neuroscience yeah, I mean, look, it's it's. I mean, in, in almost any industry or sub-industry, right? Um, I, I think you need people that have that level of deep understanding and expertise, but can also communicate very clearly, right, to much more of masses. And especially when things are so much of a black box, like, I mean, what right. what is synthetic biology and how do, what, why do I care what it is, right? Um, and so it, it takes certain individuals and very much of journalistic as well right experience to to be able to translate yeah dissect it understand it know what's important communicate it back to other people um and no. not live the, all the acronyms and lingo and you know black box stuff like you said you know exactly awesome. dude this is a wrap i mean holy crap three seasons like 30 episodes yep. of just with guests i did you ever think we'd be here? And this is December of 2020. Right. It, it kind of felt like a possibly a four or five kind of episode thing and then <laughs> kind of move on. Shiny. Objects. So I, you know, I, if I have, if anybody's still watching us and, and, and listening to us, um, you know, 40 something minutes into this, <laughs> we can almost say anything right now. And I, I'm just curious who will pick it up. Um, should we give like a riddle and see who actually answers that right, riddle? Right, right. See who's actually right. the, the gung-ho fan. I also heard, by the way, so we hit, uh, I think, one, I want to say 150, 156 listeners or something, or subscribers to the YouTube channel. And I don't know, thousands and thousands uh, of downloads and podcasts. Well, sorry, not thousands. 1300 1400 something like that but the reason i bring it up uh somebody just said that we can you know how youtube channel links are like these long 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 links if, right. if you get 150 subscribers or plus you can get like a unique url for your channel so i'm gonna get on it jim let's awesome. see let's see if we can grab some you know unique handle for it we'll we'll brainstorm on whatsapp Right, right. I like it. I like it. You know, it's funny. I you referred me someone that we're thinking about hiring into Health Beacon, and um, and she had listened to something like almost like all of our episodes. Is so, that why you're hiring her, really? Because she got so much knowledge out of those thirty hours, roughly. <laughs> she was so inside my head that she kind of she's like, I know, you know, it was like this kind of asynchronous, you know. She knew so much about me, like you know, like our bookcase in her house and my, my wife and all that. I mean, that's a little freaky, I think, but no, I'm kidding. She, she's, she's amazing. So uh, let, you know, let's see where that she lands. Was excellent. I, I she think was if excellent. she's watching this one and and sticking with it, let's see, let's see how. Well, what how... she what she was obviously you complimenting us, but but the but the um she the what she was saying was like as someone trying to break into digital healthcare. And just kind of almost like following you and I kind of doing our journey through like, hey, what we've learned about digital health with guests and things like that, I'd say, you know, could be useful. 
hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. But stay tuned for infomercial number two for this episode. <laughs> and <laughs> keep waiting for the Shot of Digital Health Therapy coffee <laughs> table book that will be coming <laughs> out sometime early next year. Wait, no chance <laughs> anyone's listened to that. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Anyway, awesome. man. I think we've done it. I Season three. It's a wrap. Okay. It's a, and it's next week, season four begins. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make it happen. All right, man. All right, man. That's Great it. stuff. Cheers. Awesome. Subscribe now, people. Hit it. Right, Pass it on. Right.